Gray Fox. Praise games. Kept you waiting, huh? New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, new Year, new season, same great taste. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Grey Fox Plays Games, the video games podcast for people that have lived through the red ring of death, but have somehow survived to live on to unfortunately deal with console joystick drift. Uh, joining me on the pod today, I have got my soul brother, Funk So Brother, check it out now, Mr. Michael Carden Edwards, <laughs> a man who absolutely spends far too much time obsessing about the Hill Valley under 18s karate tournament. How are you doing, Mike? Yeah, man, I'm not too bad. Apologies um, if you can hear my dog. He's uh, chewing a reindeer antler rather noisily next to me. Is this like uh, a plastic one or like he's gone out to hunt? Oh, he's, he's gone out to hunt me. He's gone, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a proper way. It, yeah, just, it shuts him up, basically, and it's a good thing. So, yeah, apologies for that. But no, man, I'm good. We are in the new year, 2022. We've had a week of work. Isn't that fun? And, I mean, I've got to say, this is, in terms of consistency, we went three months without doing a pod. And now we're like buses, as in one turn up, then two weeks later, another one came. Hey, here we go. This is uh, this is how we start the new year with with, with solid work. Yeah, solid work. Good, I'm very good, happy. Good, good man. Good work. Yes. Speaking of good men, I'll bring in our, our producer Jonathan Moles, the living personification of the G virus, because we like Resident Evil. So I brought that in. John Moles, how you doing? Makes me sound like some sort of monster. So yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, I'm good. For those of us who have no idea about Resident Evil, what the hell is the G virus? Uh, it's just a, it's another strain of the T virus. It's a whole thing. William Burke and <laughs> oh, tried the, to, like, oh, the T virus, you say? Okay. Yeah, you What's see, that? it's like another variant of that, which is like that's that's off the progenitor virus. That was a whole thing. So basically, in the first game, they said there was one virus. Can we not? Can we not do this, Mike? Then in the Mike second game, worms. Okay. They said there was another virus, and then in the fifth game, believe it, in the fifth game, they said actually there was another virus in Africa of these flowers. And then in the eighth game, they said, well, the guy who found the flowers, he only found the flowers because he made some mould in the seventh game. But that's like a little bit forward. It's a bit confusing. <laughs> are any of these things a good thing? Because essentially you've, you've either criticised or like been mugged moles off or you've given him a compliment. No, I've mugged, given him a compliment mugged, because he's a badass. He's and No, you've mugged, mate. The only <laughs> thing that can make the, this intro to this pod better is if you overdub virus with variant. <laughs> 46 mutations and going hey uh, that feels like a that feels like a thing in the government lounge where they've got like you know those zero days about incident it'll be like zero, zero days about a, a mutation before we get into like games and stuff moles have you watched i sent you a link legally i should say to uh resident evil welcome to raccoon city have you had a chance I to watch it yet? i haven't it's it's on the list you know i've been really bad this past couple of weeks i haven't played any video games at all and i haven't watched any films you know you know what i quite liked at the end of the last pod where instead of because you know, we're a video predominantly video games is our flesh and blood our bread and butter but i like the little talk around the subjects right where i said oh tell us something you played something you've watched something you've maybe read or something like that so if, if you don't have a game then tell me something you've watched or go i'll i'll, I'll kick it off um in terms of like stuff i've been playing um i've been getting back in on assassin's creed valhalla because the sony playstation sale is on at the moment and the season pass was like 15 squidly so i was like yeah give it a go um 
it's basically so there's, there's two you get two expansions okay the wrath of the druids and the siege of paris they've been to paris before in assassin's creed um uh what's it called unity but this is a different paris it's a paris before and it's just the same game just in ireland and france and in ireland the grass is a bit greener and i'm like this is not that great so i also in the sale bought cyberpunk um because yeah we've been talking we've been talking about cyberpunk for yeah god what, since it came out and the news and everything else come with it we've got there's a big juicy ps5 update coming very soon and they decided to reduce it to like 19 pound and you want to get the ps5 update as well as some free dlcs when that drops i was like okay i'll give it a go so i turned it on about an hour ago just before this podcast i was like okay i'm gonna give it a go see how it goes it does take a long time to load even on a ps5 that put me off and then it came up like a traditional CD Projekt Red game. Like, you know, you, you can kind of, you can smell a CD Projekt Red game, not in a bad way, but you can just like the, the, the aesthetics of the menus and stuff like that. You get all of that. And then it goes, right, select your, your character. And it comes up with three columns of, of the different three strands. Now, we talked about this when we first were covering this as a news item before it came out. Oh, my God, you've got three different people in three different areas of this city with three different stories all three very different ways of working ways of living everything else and i gotta be honest i had anxiety i was just like i don't know which one to go with and i don't want to miss out on the the good one am i gonna be the good one am i gonna be the crap one feels like a lot of investment of time and i spent about 20 minutes just trying to google like who's the good one on cyberpunk and then i was just like actually it took a long time to load i'm gonna turn it off so that's about as far as i got with video games <laughs> <laughs> mikey tell me something you've played watched or read recently brother okay man uh so in terms of being in terms of playing um there has been a a rather large uh nintendo switch sale and uh your boy got his beak wet huh? <laughs> he, he 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 thought it would, uh, there was some grass over there and played some cricket yeah, exactly. So, like, the issue is, is that I saw on uh, Deku Deals, which is my plug of the week. That's where you get all your Switch sale information. Make a little note of this guy. Basically, the I just spelled out my son. D e k u deals dot com. Essentially, it's the best way. Browsing the, the Nintendo Switch store is is essentially the worst thing you've ever done in your life. Uh, this is the best way to see what's on sale you can order you, you can go on to and it, and it covers sales from and this is my mistake it covers sales from everywhere so amazon shop to the e-shop everywhere nice. right and i saw that metroid dread was on sale and i was like i am getting that mother sorry and um yeah it, I, I i i turned my switch on eagerly get that thing downloaded oh it's it's full price i realized it's on sale on amazon.co.uk yeah i don't live in .co.uk oh, it's like damn you can't vpn anything on your switch can you uh, but well, no, i will it was, go it was, on Sunday. you said that. it was physical only as well annoyingly um and but no, also on Deku Deals, you can also sort by, you can go to like eShop sales, for example, and then sort by Metacritic rating, critic rating ah. or user rating. So you can see ah. what, like, it's, it's really, really good. You can add games to your wish list and stuff like that and you get alert, but they're on sale. I currently have, annoyingly, I, the only game I have on mine at the moment is is Ghostbusters because it's been on sale so many times. I've, I've, I always forget to buy it and I've never played it. And... 
I'm waiting for it to go on sale again. It's, it hasn't been on sale. <laughs> just wait. I was going to say, if there's like a thing where like it's decent price in the UK, but you can't get it, maybe we can do a thing here. Maybe we can be Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, no, dude, I have um, my Switch is UK region. I yeah, also if have... you can't if you can't purchase them in their physical and you can't get them out to you, then oh, maybe right, okay. like I like if you speak with me, I can hook it up and then maybe we can get we can get moles and tape tape the switch games to him, a la Margot Robbie in Wolf of Wall Street, and get him on a plane and send him comes in with the contraband. It. I'll do it for a holiday. <laughs> yeah. There we go. The the switch mule moles. <laughs> um, Love it. But it also there also says on there as well like this is the lowest price it's ever been and you can see a yeah. price history of like charts and stuff. it's really cool. But I did actually buy a game, and the what game I purchased um, was a game I told you all I was going to buy uh, many many moons ago now. Disco Elysium Final Cut. Yes, it's on that list. It's it's there. Is the sale still on? Dude, I've, the, like, I've wished for it. like twenty two quid. It's yeah. it's a no brainer. This um, is the ultimate cut with like a million hours or it's all voice there's like a, there's an actual like well guinness world records of more dialogue has been recorded for this than any other form of media in existence yeah i mean i've played i played it when it first came on the pc and i haven't played it since basically started up on the switch and i was like oh i've never heard that voice before oh amazing <laughs> and yeah i just kind of lost my brain to it for a little while it's i may what a game what an experience a masterpiece uh, probably one of the greatest games of all time no question get it flint moles get it on the playstation as well my dog is barking i'm gonna let him out he loves now. it he's loving it he's like, exactly. he's like mikey played it where's the elysium brother like give me that discount elysium uh producer moles uh you've seen not been playing much but we've been watching anything like been creeping uh, on the mole screen yeah so unfortunately i haven't played much to be honest um christmas family all that stuff um it's just finding the time and obviously People are back at work now, so it's even even less time. But um, yeah, I've been cheering my way through The Witcher season two, so nice. yeah, it's really good. I'm thoroughly confused. It's uh, almost as confusing as season one. No timeline jumping. Um, but yeah, it, it re- I read something the other day that The Witcher three player base has almost doubled since the release of The Witcher Season 2 on Netflix. That's the Cavill effect. Yeah, well, there we go. So people are loving The Witcher, it seems to be, at the minute. Yeah, if they just get Henry Cavill to to make an Avengers TV show, maybe someone will be able to play it with me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I just let the dog out. You're still in my ears, Mars. I heard about The Witcher. I've also been watching Season 2. I'm near the end, and yeah, much like you, confused. I said this last. I said this last week or the last show we did, right? I was like, I kind of yeah. wish it was Monster of the Week because this storyline about this politics and all that nonsense. I don't care. The only thing I like really is Henry Cavill rocking around, killing monsters and preparing for it. That's the key. Um, the only thing I was going to say, Finn, before I rudely ran away, uh, the thing that I have been watching, of course, is Cobra Kai. Love it. I, I, I can't I can't get out. Like we, we started it as well. Like no spoilers, of course, because I know a lot of people. I watched all, me and my girlfriend finished the last episode last night at 10 to 3 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that oh. like, it took it for me, it took an episode to get back into it. Right. And there's just something about the seriousness of all these people about the Hill Valley under 18 karate tournament. Like there's just this this purity of everyone around them 
taking this absolutely seriously. And without these people, without these actors, without these writers, it would be an absolute train wreck. But somehow they get the ingredients just right of campness, of authenticity, of great acting, great writing, great comedy. And you give a shit about these characters and you sometimes care and empathize and everything in between. And it's just there's so much goodness in this. Miles, I know you've not got to this season yet, but you are with us on the Cobra Kai bandwagon. Oh, yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. It's a great show. Um, I've never played the game that they released, though. That might have to be... No, it looked like a shit time, to be uh, honest. Yeah, so we, we shall see. We shall see, yeah. If you can, as long as you can sweep the leg, I'm all, I'm all in. There needs to be a sweep the leg button. Yeah. Ah, fair enough. All right, chaps, I think we're well lubricated. Let's talk a bit about some, some news that's going on. So, um, yesterday, uh, PlayStation, those sneaky bastards, they uh, they unveiled a bit of news. Uh, actually, this has been a, a long time coming. Uh, around about six months ago, uh, they dropped a, a blog saying that they're going to be working on the PSVR 2. Uh, they didn't give it the name then. They just said, we're going to be working on our PSVR experiences going forward. And uh, at that point, they might as well put the nail in the coffin of the PlayStation VR because anyone thinking about buying it is going to go, why am I waiting around? I'm going to, yeah, a new thing's going to be dropping down very, very soon. Um, there's been breadcrumbs leading to this, right? When the PS5 was going for its first advertising campaign, they were showing people originally wearing a VR headset and talking about certain games, which you would expect to be in VR and not currently in VR, but let's face it, there will be a VR mode when this comes out. And they announced officially the v- the PlayStation VR 2 uh, in a, I can't remember, it was like a CES call or an earnings call or something. It followed up very quickly with a, with a blog post. Um, but what also accompanied this news was that there's going to be some exclusive content specifically on um, uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I think it's called The Call of the Mountain. It showed a little sizzle reel of this. Uh, boys, what was that? What's up? First, what's your take on VR in terms of PSVR? I know we've got some some views on this. And then secondly, like, have you seen the trailer for the Horizon stuff? Um, no, I haven't seen the trailer for the Horizon stuff. <laughs> it looks good. Um, yeah, like, fine, good. I'm pleased for those people that enjoy it. But the specs on this bad boy, like it, it's like, you know, more like the specs for the PS5 originally got released and everyone's just like, this is like a high-end gaming PC. How the hell are you able to do this at this price point? I don't know numbers and things like that, but that's the general reaction of, it's like having OLED TVs over your eyes and having haptic feedback in the controllers and the the thing that everyone's crying out for is one cable to connect to your console and this a lot of people are guessing the price point of between 450 and 500 which is very steep we i know for a peripheral but that is actually quite in line to what the original psr uh, psvr experience was when that first came out it was very much in line with the price of the base console um I'm tempted, to be honest. I am tempted. Um, Resident Evil Village, I think uh, I think it's nailed on that there'll be a VR mode, um, just like there was a VR mode of Resident Evil 7. Um, also, I think if they can take the back catalogue of the PS VR and move that over as well, this could be a real game changer in terms of differentiating between Sony and Xbox. As Xbox growing its game base, they're going to grow the VR base even more so. Uh Milesy, producer Miles, what's your take on VR and PSVR? I think VR is it's all great as kind of a concept, but it's just too damn expensive to get the units in people's homes. Let's face it, you've you know, you've got to be like pretty damn well off with plenty of disposable cash to just like, buy a peripheral that's the same cost as the bloody console. 
I don't know. Yeah. Until it becomes you know widely available. When I say available, I mean you know half the cost of the console, which is not going to happen because the yeah. amount of tech and the, well, not not for the first few years anyway. Well, it won't happen because the, the you know the next iteration they'll have loads more research and development and tech in these headsets and the consoles. You know, the next iteration might have things that go right up your arms. Who knows? It's just getting into the realms of. Yeah, kind of silly. Um, VR, I have <laughs> VR headsets. I've used VR headset, a, a, a PS1, PSVR1, let's call it. And it's great, fantastic, but I just, it's not really available for me. It might be fantastic. It's like when 4K gaming first came out. It's like, holy shit, this looks awesome. And everyone thought, well, that's, that's just going to cost too much. And then Sony, Microsoft, they've made it now available. At a decent price but to now have the tech for vr the same cost as the consoles uh, i can't buy it not too jazzed fair enough what i will say though is that that trailer for uh, horizon i don't know why but they're starting to show really good stuff now and they didn't show good stuff when they first announced this game and when they kept doing state of plays but recently it's looking beautiful. Uh, a couple of things they've announced really with Horizons. We're getting towards February of that that date dropping. As we mentioned, February is going to be absolute doom for some amazing games coming out. Uh, they were talking about the tribes within uh, Horizon. And you remember when like, when we were building up to Red Dead 2 and they were talking about how, ah, you've got these villages, these communities, and all that sort of stuff. I've got you to buy something. I'm thinking, why didn't you lead with this shit? This looks incredible. And then they started showing the different locations and the variety. Oh my God, the variety looks amazing in terms of those locations and stuff like that. I mentioned before, I'm not the biggest fan of um, Horizon. I can't remember the last one was called now, Zero Dawn. Uh, it's, it was okay. Like it looked great, but like it just didn't click. Uh, Mikey, I know you're the same, didn't click yourself, but um, you think, well, I know you're you're probably not going to get this on PS4 and you'll wait for the PS5, but when eventually you do get your hands on one, do you think you'll give this a double? Are we talking about VR or Horizon? Sorry, I'm concerned. So, so Horizon, they're, they're not very clear about this, but my understanding is that Horizon Forbidden West is a normal PlayStation game, which you can play on PS4 and PS5. They are doing a additional content now, that additional content might be DLC when the PSVR 2 comes out, or it's in the base game. They have not suggested exactly what's happening with that. But okay. the, the, VR, the VR component for Forbidden West uh, Horizon is only going to be available on the PSVR 2, and the PSVR 2 is only compatible with the PS5. Oh, right <laughs> just, just i'm just just gonna give my two cents on this um horizon <laughs> horizon as a game fine looks cool um aloy alloy whichever one good protagonist good game it was fine i didn't finish it it was fine i got it for eight quid i'll never play it again quite frankly um <laughs> it kept me entertained for about three hours three or four hours and then i went I'm not having as much fun as uh, playing this as I hoped I would. I'm never, I'm done now. Um, the new one, it looks fine. It looks pretty well done. Uh, it's not my cup of tea. Um, in terms of VR, um, the difference, I think Moles talked about, you know, when 4K gaming and things like that came out, the difference between these things are, is that TVs and consoles are the bread and butter of gaming. Um, what isn't the bread and butter of gaming is standing up 
and moving around <laughs> and doing all this freaking nonsense. It's um, it's look, it's like curved TVs. It's like 3D glasses. It's a gimmick. And um, until they can make VR an experience that A, doesn't make me feel seasick, uh, B, where there's more than one good game out. And when I say that, I mean Half-Life, Alex, is the only good VR game available ever. And I really want to play that Arkham VR experience because yeah, but again, it's, a, but it's, it's a great like, demo. It's a gimmick, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not paying all this money for a gimmick. If, if you can tell me, yo, you're going to get a... A, an additional experience with your next gen console, which is VR, where I don't have to wear some fucking janky headset and these to hold these bloody, oh, I was going to call them dildos then. Sorry, Flint. <laughs> oh, you're going to have to edit this out. Right. Just moles note down the time I've said these swear words. Apologies. Um, when I'm going to, you know, when I have to start to suit up like the Michelin man and fanny around my living room like an idiot. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I didn't, I want to come home at the end of the day. I say, come home, remove myself from my office to my living room and <laughs> sit down. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to have to f- around and you know deal with this nonsense. Like if I can all of a sudden be in FIFA and have a full body virtual experience thing somehow, great. But I don't know, man, this just feels like a gimmick with no good games. It just feels like a very yeah, expensive think, enthusiast's hobby. Yeah, and, that's, that is it at the moment. Right? And it's not, you know, they, 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 there needs to be, they can lump all the tech they want in it and all the, you know, 4K screens in your eyes and stuff like that. That's going to be under the hood though, right? You need the games to be good. You need the accessibility to be there and you need the demand. And I still don't think realistically the demand is there. I know people that bought PSVR who were very excited for it. I know people that bought PSVR who weren't so excited for it. And then they got a good deal a couple of years later. I went, oh yeah, I'll give you some yeah. goosey. I think you know? that's when and I'll get it, to be honest, the, when it's like a bit reduced. Both parties. Because I have questions. Oh, really? Because I, I, I've asked them. I was like, yo, man, talk to me about VR. Like, I want to know about it. It's intriguing. Let me have a look, right? And they're both the same thing. Oh yeah, I haven't, I haven't used that in a while. Oh, I have, yeah. why not? Oh, it's too annoying to have to set up. Oh, okay. And how long does it take to kind of, oh, you do you put it on, you know, you've got to make some room in your living room. Okay, cool. And uh, so what we've been playing then? Oh yeah, there's not really any good games for it. Uh, I was Iron Man for a bit and then I tried playing Skyrim and I remembered that game's 15 years old and everything in VR looks terrible. So um, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Same oh, problem the, cool. uh, the Quest folks have had, right? Yeah, like just like, it's like, it just feels like uh, an overinflated tech demo. It's like, you know, just make some good games for it. Half-Life did a great job of advertising the fact that, yo, you can make a fully-fledged game using this and something that's really memorable, memorable and unique. But even then, none of people have played this. Even though, you know, VR for PCs and stuff is a lot more accessible because you have different options. Um, yeah. Hey, my cup of tea, bruv. I ain't never getting one of them headsets. I ain't never walking around my living room and, you know, falling into my television. You know, I think actually before, before we move on, the one thing I think would be cool to do is I don't know what it's called. This is huge in the States. There's a uh, cinematic experiences you can go to like 4DX, but what they do is there's actually additional screenage around you and they do deals with movie studios to basically have additional content made. So like, for example, if you're watching Spider-Man, no way home, you are seeing more of the city around you in your peripheral and stuff like that. It makes it a more immersive experience. You're still watching the same film, but you're getting an immersive thing there. If you could take the normal game experience, just to, like don't have to make it like first person, but just like the viewing experience is more expanded. That would be cool. I don't know how hard that is. I'm not a game. Well, player. that would be that would be like having. 
again, that would enhance your core experience, right? Yeah. You'd much like having a really which dope is, sound system. Which is which much cheaper than buying a TV that would facilitate that or a sound system that would facilitate that. Yeah. Because but I always think the things that that enhance your core gimmick, if you will, your core experience, sound, video, they're the two things you're really doing. They're the things which are going to make the biggest impact. And they're the things that realistically, like they're the things I'm going to invest in. Cause it's like, you know what? I ain't got to do anything different. I'm just going to buy something that I can plug in, which makes everything better that what I'm doing already better. That's why I like getting, that's why I bought a new TV. Cause I was like, yo, I have a whatever inch TV. I want to get a 4k TV. Mm. And I bought it and I was like, wow, I'm now going to play all of my games again because everything now looks amazing. It looks beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, anyway, speaking about games that looked beautiful and uh, yeah, I'll stick with that. Um, Ghost of Toshiba, I think I pronounced it correctly, has officially sold more than 8 million copies. Now, this has caused a bit of discussion across uh, the video game sphere and media and things like that because uh, it brings a bit back to a discussion about Days Gone and the director, Jeff Ross. Uh, let me get the quote up from the, the gentleman. Um, you know, for, for those who don't realize, uh, Ga- uh, Days Gone is a Sony per- first-party game. Um, it was released, I think, two years ago now. Uh, met to very mixed reviews. Um, and unfortunately, they had a massive roadmap of plans they were going to do. And the studio were told, no dice, no sequel. In fact, some of you are going to work on some multiplayer elements for other games. And uh, Jeff left um, at that particular moment in time. And he's he's posted up um, of the news of Ghost of Tsushima selling 8 million units. And, and I quote, at the time I left Sony, Days Gone had been out for a year and a half and sold over 8 million copies. It's since gone on to sell more than a million plus on Steam. Local studio management always made us feel like this was a big disappointment. So what he's what he's hinting at, you know, between the lines is everyone bangs on about how great Ghost of Toshiba is, but that only just sold eight million units now, where my game sold a lot more and is considered a major flop. And I think like it's an interesting discussion point, right? Over like, does who gives a shit about units if the game's good, the game's good, right? <laughs> Sorry, dude. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't continue. I just can't continue. <laughs> it's Ghost of Tsushima. Have I, have I said? Have I said Toshiba? You say yeah. The TV brand Toshiba. All I've got in my head is like oh, a ghost God. of the television. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. You can cut how, this out. How, how's sorry, it actually guys. pronounced? So I get this right. Uh, Ghost of Tashima. Ghost of Tashima. Okay, cut, it, cut that bit out. But sorry, I just I just had this running joke in my head. No, no, no. I'm keeping it in. I'm keeping it in. It's not offensive. I'm just an idiot. Can we, can we go with the Ghost of Grundig? Ghost. Yeah, okay. Ghost of Grunt. <laughs> the Ghost of Sharp. <laughs> oh, Do you remember Sharp um, TVs? They were. Yeah, man. Uh, but anyway, back to back to the point of a game that was held as a massive success for PlayStation uh, has currently sold less units than a game that was deemed an absolute flop. And actually, it's funny I mentioned Cyberpunk earlier is because Cyberpunk actually sold 26 million units and The Witcher 3 has sold 28 million units. We're only talking 2 million in change at the moment uh, between them. But does that mean one game is better than the other? Based on that, that's a pretty weak argument because obviously based on the, the launch that, that Cyberpunk had, I think it's fair to say that The Witcher free i should say not just not the witcher in its entirety the witcher free wild hunt um sold only just a few more units than than uh cyberpunk off that i just want to hear people's thoughts on this 
Um, I think Days Gone suffers because the um, main character <laughs> looked ridiculous. Oh, it's boring as hell. But genuinely, like, I genuinely yeah. think um, that you've got random white dude with stupid hat. Um, <laughs> that's on your front cover. And it's like, that looks a bit shit. But genuinely, like, perception is kind of reality with it. And I know that when Days Gone was first reviewed, it wasn't um, reviewed particularly well. Um, not, not, um, it, it was and, a very middle-of-the-road game. Yeah. That's for, 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 for a Sony for a Sony first party kind of thing, it was felt like a, a disappointment. Obviously, I believe they've, um, as we've covered on this show before, they have gone pretty well and they've added a load of stuff that they fixed loads. Of stuff yeah, I've, made, I've been playing it. it. I, I, you get it as part of the PlayStation Collection. Moles, give it a shout. If you give it, give it a nudge. I'm 100 percent sure it'll be a PSN game in the future as well. Yeah. It's 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 I, okay. I, I hear I hear decent things about it, right? Um, but that's it, and I think regardless of how well it's sold, like how much did God of War sell? Yeah. Right. Do you know I, I mean, I, and I think that's where the, the comparisons are made. Cause I would, I would imagine, I mean, I don't, again, I am guessing, but how much budget did days gone have compared to ghost of Toshiba? You know, that that's the, it, that's the difference to me. It's like, you know, yeah. wh- wh- and how much and hype as well. Like days that, gone had that, super hype. And that realistically is the is the part of it because you think of it in this way, like it's all about momentum with, with anything, right? Mm. I guarantee you, when Ghost of Grundy comes out, part two, you know the, <laughs> the, the sequel, what have you, the Spectre of Panasonic, you know, when it, when they have a sequel, that will be uh, people will be eager for it because the first one reviewed well, it was a bit of a surprise. It's done what you know, it's done well. Yeah. I would imagine if Days Gone Part Dirt come out. People would be, eh, that game was fine. Yeah, like they've got to really push their A game. I think you're 100% and I, right I, I think, on the, the and first I think party front. It's very much a case of the um, how it reviewed initially, the, the, the hype for it, the, the surprise factor. Yeah. And I think the expectations may be being let down because it was a... A first party well, kind Anthem, of them, right? I know it's not a first party title, but Anthem Dude, had I've tried so to much remember. Hype. Oh my god, I've been trying to remember the name of that game. You mentioned last this is the um, you, you 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 mentioned on the show last time that uh you 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 know anything that you adopt early inevitably is a failure. Yeah. And I was I had Anthem in my head and yeah. I could not think of the name. I have Googled it and I couldn't find it. I yeah, they're, they're, they're scrubbing it off Google. the internet as we speak. <laughs> like even at EA, they're like, Anthem. didn't we have a game where like you could be Iron Man and like we put a lot of money into it and said it was gonna be our destiny killer? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but but Joe worked <laughs> on it. Who's Joe? <laughs> We forget about that. It's basically what the Square Unix office is going to be next time an Avengers movie comes <laughs> out. Um, shouldn't we do it? No, don't talk about it. We just don't talk about it. Moving on. Uh, yeah, like like Anthem had so much hype. And I bet you it sold a damn good site of like close to millions of units. I ain't got the data in front of me. Producer Moles, if you've got a second, bring it up. And zoom and enhance. Um, <laughs> but like I... I generally think that hype plays a massive deal within this. No man's land, right? Mate... How mate, much hype did An- that have? Anthem made over one hundred million dollars in digital revenue. Yeah, how many in refunds? I bet. Uh, like, how many units did that push? Like, I'm just curious. Is there any like uh, number of units? It sold five million copies. Apparently. So it's only three million shy on a critically acclaimed first party title in terms of sales, right? Like, sales don't mean dick. Let's be honest. Like, it might it might mean enough that you get your sequel, providing there's enough critical acclaim. But the problem with Days Gone, as you mentioned, is that it's kind of average. And secondly, is that if you have 
a top tier first party title based in apocalyptic wasteland where there's creatures coming after you and you're not called the last of us you better be fucking good and unfortunately you had a combination of lots of really interesting things uh, i think like i say i think some of the gameplay mechanics are fantastic the hordes like oh my god i crapped my pants first time i saw that i thought it was great um but like the the lazy writing, the rip off lines from Sons of Anarchy, the grey. It's a very grey game. Like, unfortunately, those I, I know there's a whole cult of people out there that generally adore that game. And for you, I generally feel sorry because this is the first. Like, they should have been allowed to go make that second game because they probably learned a lot and would have been able to do that. But just comparing sales of another studio, because I can imagine like the guys over at Ghost of Ghost of Panasonic slash Sharp slash sony old tvs saying like thanks mate <laughs> you could have just said congratulations well done on getting to eight million units um but yeah i just thought it was fascinating absolutely but fascinating. dude it's indicative of the fact that in you know these days you don't get given the second chance right you don't you, you need to knock it out of the, if you've got a new ip it needs to be not even netflix the, gives you second chances anymore you don't get you don't get that time to um uh, experiment if you will you know what i mean mm. um and like, it comes down to some studios i mean look at uh look at um oh what are they bloody called the guys that make um divinity original sin um oh, no, you mean. oh damn it hang on a sec very good people hang on <laughs> larian larian studios there we go um those guys like when they um when they made the first Divinity Original Sin game, they, that all the eggs was in that basket. If that didn't review well, they were defunct as a studio. You know what I mean? Like they had to get that right. And now look at them. They got given the Baldur's Gate license to make Baldur's Gate 3. And it was because they they smashed it under pressure with a really good game that if that did not go well, they were done. They were, they were, they were, you know, on the, they were signing on the next day. You know what I mean? So mm. it's, it's a... You know, AJ, who was on this show, um, you know, a while ago, he'll tell you better than anyone. This is a, it's a cutthroat business and it's got even more cutthroat now that video games are so damned hard to make and expensive to, to make. You know, back when we were kids and you could, you could go into your local electronics boutique and find some random PS1 game that didn't need voice acting. It didn't need orchestras. It didn't the best, need the best games you're talking about there, Michael. Do you know what I mean? It didn't need all that n- stuff. Whereas now, you need all that stuff, unfortunately. You need to have you need to have a multiplayer app. It needs to be online. You need to have microtransactions and skins and all this nonsense. You know, and it's just yeah, it's difficult these days. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Basically, yeah. this is old man shouts at cloud. <laughs> but well, if you do get a chance to pick it up, I definitely do recommend picking it up in the cheapest way possible. I know it sounds really harsh, but give it a go if you have a, either the PlayStation collection or if you see it on PS Now or whether it inevitably becomes a free game on PSN. Uh, speaking of free games, actually, I thought it'd be quite cool to talk about. I didn't. It's a thing where like it, it's been going on for a very long time, but no one talks about it when games just drop for free on various platforms, like whether that's on Steam, just going, hey, you know what? Have the whole Tomb Raider collection. And you go, holy crap, like, that's awesome. Um, Amazon Games. Yes, it's a thing. And if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, you can get Amazon Games. And on Amazon Games, you can you can get stuff. And they've added for free um, Jedi Fallen Order, um, the, the Souls-like Star Wars experience game, which is fantastic. Um, too hard for me because it's too rich for my blood mikey you're a souls man and you've recently become a star wars man um did you ever play fallen order have you uh- yeah man i i i did indeed play this game because i'm like i literally said i'm a souls man and i became a star wars man recently so yeah man i downloaded it uh 
It's fine. <laughs> Two things. There were three things uh, irritated me a lot of this game. First things. First thing I know this is a personal preference just because I don't like cutscenes in games that There's I stay there where There's a lot of cutscenes. I don't like cutscenes, right? Unless it's a Hideo Kojima game. I can live, live. Even then, you know, um, it can be. There's a, a lot of goodwill. There's a lot of goodwill with Kojima games. Yeah, and it, and it needs to be about Snake. That's yeah, yeah. And if right. they're not, um, if, they're, if Snake's not in the scene, they should be looking for Snake. Look, looking for Snake, and then, exactly. then then talking about Snake. <laughs> Precisely, and very much like it's the basically the Batman rule, right? Exactly. I will happily watch all of the Batman cutscenes because that's fine. But they really have to. You have to really grab me to make me really care about a cutscene. Is what I'm saying. God of War did a great job. Spider Man, great job. Fine, right? Um, but these cutscenes are a bit long for my long for me, and also they are about a character that I hated. Nah, nah. You you know I, mean? I really don't hair, like man. the main. Wavy hair, I don't man. like the. I did not like this main character for, for one single second. Uh, and third, that was the, so that's the first two reasons: the cutscenes and the main character. I did not like him. The third reason, um, all right, you've played Souls games, right? Yep. Is there a map? No, there is not a map well, because they you don't need can, a map because your, your, your level design, from your level design is so damned tight and awe-inspiring that you find your way around. Oh, look, here's a shortcut. Where the hell am I going to go? Wait a minute, I'm over here now. Uh, I remember here. I was here seven hours ago. <laughs> Amazing. There's that thing that killed me, and now I've just smashed into smithereens because I'm now great at this. Like, that's, that's this game, uh, Fallen Order has a map and it is the jankiest map the whole get your little droid to do a 3d and you could see like they were sitting there going that is innovative uh, that's something new like look at the end of the day uh, if you're gonna have a map just have a f-ing map no what not i swear no one tried to actually use this f-ing map in the game because like then any of the designers it is not a map it is not a map it is not a map it is the worst map in the world, it's a three D model, these, but you've got to rotate these, round and. Yeah. Oh god! And they've got these like fucking barriers on there, right? Where you're like, right, well, do I go up there or down there? Is it a? What is it? And you go to the barrier, and you're like, oh, I'm on the wrong fucking level, and there's no easy way to transverse up and down, mate. I genuinely, genuinely, the reason I dropped the game was the map. Okay, really, I played that game for. I reckon I must have put maybe six or seven hours into it. I was very much enjoying it. I, I played it. I had a day off work. I, think, I don't know why I had the day off work, but I had the day off work for some reason. And I was like, I'm going to smash this game out. This is great. I settled in before the dog, this before the dog day. So I had the time to do this stuff. And I bashed out. And I was going, this, this is really good. Bashed out six hours. Of it. And I got to about uh, six o'clock in the evening. And I realized that I'd had enough because I had spent five of those six hours either watching a cutscene about a guy that I hated or f-ing around with this stupid map trying to figure out where I'm going to go next. Mate, no, no, no. The moment-to-moment stuff was great. The f-ing map can do one. Mate, so, God almighty. So I got about halfway through this game, and I've still got the, the save file, but what happened was I stopped playing, similar reasons to yourself, and then they're going, oh, we've done a juicy PS5 update, my friend. Just log on. You can have a great time. Instant loading time, 4K resolution. Hi, we can do a little bit of haptic feedback. You want some haptic feedback? We got that too, my friend. I was like, oh, amazing. Okay, I'm going to give it a go. So logged in, downloaded it again, and they've gone, Star Wars, we're a year in. We're going to give you some free content, free DLC. I was like, oh, amazing. Cool. They put some DLC on this. This is cool. The DLC is essentially a, I forget what they call it, a mode where you are in an arena 
and then you have to kill an, uh, an enemy, and then you go through to the next round of said arena, and then you progress onwards, and the number like of enemies... horde mode. Uh, like, it's like, like a, a horde, horde, a horde mode. Thank you. Oh, I couldn't think of the term. They've basically got a horde mode, and they've integrated it into the story. So basically... Is there a map on this horde no, there's mode? No, there's no map. You're just in one arena, and then enemies just keep coming in, and you go through rounds and everything else. Like, like Blood Palace in, in Devil May Cry. And what happens is they've integrated it into the story narrative. So randomly, you'll be playing the game, and then you will be knocked unconscious, and then you will wake up in the horde mode, and you've got to get out of the horde mode. Now, it's quite a tough game, Fallen Order, because there's lots of different skills to master and and get the hang of. So when you're fighting and everything else, like a Souls game, you've got to get good, right? And if you haven't been good for a long time, i.e. me, for like a year, and then go, cool, I just want to play it. Oh, crap, I've been knocked unconscious. Oh, this is that free DLC stuff they were talking about. Oh, man, I'm in this horde mode and I can't get out of it because it's really hard and I can't remember how to play this game. Ah, oh, crap, it's auto-saved. Ah, oh, so I've got to win this horde mode to then get back into the main game, of which I'm far further in the game than my actual competency level is right now because I've forgotten how to play this game. So I spent an hour going, nope, and then, then, then turn it off. I'm not starting again, but I don't want to be in this crappy horde mode. So anyone out there listening who can advise me on how to get out of this horde mode, I'd greatly appreciate it. But anyway, Incredible. it's free on Amazon Games. Go give it a nudge. Um, so unless we've got any... Moles, producer Moles, any other news that's happened over the last couple of weeks that's like sprung into the, the sphere that you want to you wanna hark on about now? Uh, you've put me on the spot. Ah, sorry, mate. On the spot. Uh, no, P- uh, PS collection. Uh, sorry, PS Plus games released for this week. Um, couple of f- interesting looking things on there. Dirt Five is free. Going to give that a they've, go. They've kind of dropped the ball recently. I know Mikey was talking about how much he loves the old Lego games. They've added DC. I don't know if it was this month or oh, last right. month. Last month, yeah, the DC. That's villain. the DC villain stuff, weren't it for Lego? Yeah. So this month we've got Dirt Five. We've got a Persona Five Strikers game. We won't mention that because it'll set Mikey off. There's an interesting one called Deep Rock Galactic, where you're a bunch of space dwarfs mining and shooting nice. the shit. Um, Basically, Lobo, uh, love it. Yeah, four player co op. Might might give that a go. Um, so yeah, so there, there's your freebies for the month. Love um, it, love it. Yeah, um, cool. Just Fallen Order Two is planned. That's a rumor. Mm. Ah, nice, nice. Well, yeah, yeah. hopefully they'll they'll make. Fix that goddamn. Hopefully, I won't have the math in it. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, usually we'll go to the wheel, but I thought I'd try something a little bit different today. Um, I thought I'd go onto the internet and I thought I'd ask some questions to the internet and ask their thoughts on this as well. So I went on to Reddit's uh, games thread, uh, uh, basically, on the, the gaming part of Reddit, and I just asked the question. And uh, from that question, I've had a buttload of responses, which is fantastic. Um, what I'm going to do is ask the question, go through the responses from folks on Reddit, hear our thoughts about that, and then we do like our bits at the ends to answer that question. That way you get time to think about it and all that sort of stuff. Sound good? Yep. I have asked the internet, uh, what games do you die on the hill for? So uh, the question that I asked was, uh, hey, guys, I'm hosting a podcast, got some interesting stuff to talk about. 
I want to know what games do you actively go out of your way to promote to your friends, uh, better or worse? Um, the example I gave them was the thing that I came to you guys about with Control. Um, I had Control on a base PS4, and it was dying years ago. Uh, I started playing it, but it was janky as hell, so I binned it after one play. But when I saw I got a PS5 update, I thought I'd give it a go. Holy shit, this game is incredible. Uh, I now keep dropping it into conversations randomly with friends, like I've joined some part of a cult. Hello, have you heard the good word of Control? Yeah, those guys. Who done Alan Wake? Yes, there's DLC. Let me talk to you about the great word of Control. <laughs> um, and like loads of comments and people been posting in um but I've, i had to go i've got to go this one first mikey to hear your your reaction because I don't, I don't know if you know this game exists because you've said one of your favorite games is jack and daxter right am i right in that uh, you are absolutely correct all right did you know that there was a racing game of jack called jack x combat racing and it is literally the greatest racing game ever made and i was just like what i didn't even know this existed did you know did you know it was a thing yeah i did yeah was it any that, good? that's the thing because if you look at the um if you look at the timeline of Naughty Dog, they are due to make, in terms of the types of games they release, they're, they're like, I read this a while, they're due to make a, a, like a, a racing game next. And I kind of want them to have a Last of Us racing game. Love it. I, love- I think that'd just be quite <laughs> <laughs> Ellie and Joel just, just driving around and every now and again, another car will drive up. But then you'll feel like shit for crashing into that car. And then it'll make you play as the other car receiving the crash. So you can really empathize with <laughs> Yeah, typical thing off of that. Um, so, yeah, I'm basically just going to go through. So, anyway, that was a uh, Merp Morp Zeep Dreep. There you go. I think I pronounced that correctly. That was fantastic on the Jack- uh, Jagex fronts. Uh, KWOP Socks said Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, like, um, it's a great game. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's fucking beautiful. But, like, I think we've talked about this before the horse simulator of of that like i totally get why people are bought into that i will say i've said this before but it's, it's a funny story to say again i was playing red dead redemption 2 and i was walking along and saw the kkk bit you know you've got members of the kkk in the forest everything else there's a whole story thread where if you go and speak to them or speak to the village you can unlock a bunch of missions i didn't know any of that and i was like you racism and threw a stick of dynamite and killed all of them and just missed the entire part of the game out to do it to kkk because i killed them on first sight what video game allows you to do that that attention to detail to have like the possibilities go you can go play endless missions with hundreds of different npcs unlocking thousands of potential or you can just kill them on sight and then just move on to the next bit love it so i kind of understand why people are uh, in that uh did you have red dead 2 do you have any good stories or i i i love red dead 2 right i always do the same thing where i go oh man yeah yeah man i was gonna be a cowboy for a bit yeah <laughs> i'm in the mood to be a cowboy get out my boots like, don't i'll fire it up and i think wow this game looking good man look at those graphics wowzers this is awesome i'm a cowboy look at me riding around well it takes a while to get anywhere on this old horse isn't it it's not really the most exciting of vehicles to uh transfer <laughs> you know, to travel the land. cinematic mode oh, of the same then, thing <laughs> for a long time it's like all right let's okay i mean let's let's do let's do a story mission michael let's crack on with the old story okay here we go arthur mitchell whatever his name is let is his name arthur mitchell arthur morgan arthur morgan Mild morgan who's arthur mitchell that he's from dexter isn't he there you go um <laughs> right that's the trinity killer right yeah okay um and then I play a story mission. It's like, right, okay, we're going to go to some place. We're going to go to a house of some kind. And we're going to shoot these people up. And we're doing lots of 
covering behind walls and using a gun. I don't know which gun's which because they all have different, they have no stats, so I have no idea what I'm using, but let's have a go anyway. I shoot some people. It's all a bit janky because the shooting mechanics are a little bit crap. And then it's like, right, okay, I think everyone's dead. Excellent. Oh, no, wait. Here's some more that have randomly appeared on my map. All right, let's go and kill them as well. Okay, they're now dead. Okay, we all done. No, no, here's some more that are randomly <laughs> coming. Right now, I'll kill them as well. That's fine. Now, the body count is like 60 now. I'm now a multiple homicider here. And then it's like, right, what do I do next? Uh, right, every time you go up to, in a game and you clear out a base, there's probably something good in there, right? There's probably some loot. There's probably something you want to have, some kind of cool gun, maybe Rock. a nice, a nice brimming Rock. hat or something, something cool, right? And go into the house and you you step over the bodies and you go to maybe loot one of those bodies. You accidentally pick the body up. Yes, yes. All and, you go, and you go, that's fucking annoying. Okay, let me put him down. Okay, I'm not going to try and loot him because I'm clearly pressing the wrong button. So let's go in the house. And then you go to the sideboards, you go to the tables and you hold square, I think it is, to pick up all this stuff. Good memory. And the he actually, what is it square? I don't know. Yeah. And, he, and the guy, your character, Arthur, manually gets his hand and scrabbles around to get in yes, all the bloody Yes, you have a lovely items. animation of him fiddling. Oh, and it takes eight hours and you have no idea. And all you get is a can of beans. Yeah, but, it's like, but the voice acting getting, is stellar. Honestly, just... Just trying to loot in that game is just a bloody nightmare. It kills me. And then the voice acting is great. The graphics are great. Everything is great. But just the, the general playing of it is a chore. Right, right. I want to hear Moses Arthur Morgan impression. Do you, do you, have, you, did you, have you played? You don't know. Okay. Mikey, let, I want to hear your Arthur Morgan. No, I'm not doing that. Sorry. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> I can't. Enough. I can't. No, because the thing is, I, right, with Arthur Morgan, I much preferred the. I can't, I can't remember his name. Who's the guy in the first game? Oh, I can't remember. I want to say Jackson, I, but that's just because I'm thinking about that. Pudding. I much preferred his um, his accent. I really like the voice actor. I'm Arthur Morgan, and I've got an unhealthy obsession with Dutch. <laughs> that there guy. you go. That was pretty good. His voice. Something about it. I ain't too fond of. Yeah, no, nah, fair enough. All right, well, let's yeah. let's let's move right, on. Look, let me be clear. Oh, yes, but uh, tip uh, tip of the cap to anyone who likes dies on the hill for Red Dead Redemption 2. We can totally understand why. Yeah, uh, so moving on, uh, Chase Bicken, I think that was as a prize. Oh, I've fucking done a terrible job of that, sir. But you've, you've humbly suggested Watch Dogs 2. People sleep on it. And while it's not a 10 out of 10 game, it is a fantastic adventure with great cast of characters and you can get it very cheap. And it's an unbelievable open world. Now, that I like these sort of things, right? Because like Watch Dogs is one of those things that creeps in where you go, oh, it's only £7. Oh, they're giving it away free. You know, no, no. Like they hear someone actually say, no, 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 it's not IGN noshing it off. It's actually a general person saying this is actually worth a shout um and yeah like i i, I never touched the world of watchdogs even though i'm a massive assassin's creed fan and it's ubisoft so you figured there'll be some some synergy there and maybe there's a world where they cross those those streams one day but did you ever touch on watchdogs um this is the one where you go and hack around with yeah, yeah yeah this is the uh it's uh uh yeah what's the what's the main guy called oh they changed it from cat from game to game. Holloway. yeah saying like that. Well, good good shout like, did you ever watch the, the film hackers uh, yeah. So the 1996 movie of Angelina Jolie, yes, the very same. Uh, we all know why we watched it. Yeah, that scene. Yeah, how do you like that for side group? Um, but that—that's basically whenever I hear 
when I remember when Watch Dogs first came out, like the first one, and they pitched it and then talked about Watch Dogs 2, this concept of kids skateboarding around the city and hacking technology to do stuff. Like my first thought was, this is Hackers the movie. And you know what? I'm all in, but I never actually went all in for it. But I definitely so I, give it a shout. I played the first one. And the reason why I knew the guy's name was like Marcus Holloway um which i guessed by the way did i get that right is that is that is that i need to uh, yeah, keep talking i'll look it up i'll look it up because i defer the guy in the fir- i played the first watchdogs uh for a little bit um because uh, aiden pierce right with his hat yes basically the most generic person of all time um and obviously they made a big deal about changing him for the next game and i did a lot i you know what i actually put a lot of uh, I, I did a bit of research into Watch Dogs 2 because I quite like Watch Dogs 2 was the main guy. Yes, yeah, look man. at that. Yeah. I really like the concept of it where you can like hack a speed camera and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's a cool concept. Um, but you know me, you know my hatred of open world. <laughs> yeah, this games. is, is going to trigger you. This is have a trigger warning. <laughs> yeah, and like. I feel like Watch Dogs too, because I again I this fellow I don't can't remember the guy he said uh, the the Reddit person yeah, but, um, Chase like, Benson Chase Benson yeah cool name very um, cool name I like yeah I've heard a lot of good things about Watch Dogs too for what it's worth it's got decent reviews it, it, you know it was by all accounts pretty one of the, it is one of them games like I said a bit under the radar you know probably you should go and play it if you like that kind of thing it's one of those games if I'm honest that is like I quite like to play one yeah day. yeah yeah. Um, but it's one of those things that I just never got around to it. And has it ever been on PS Plus? Because if it was been it on It feels that, like then... it's made for that, right? Well, I definitely know it's on PS now. And uh, yeah, we talked about it last time about when uh, PlayStation announced their Game Pass competitor. This has got to be on it. Like it is, if it's mm. not on it, they they are missing a trick. And I I you know, I agree with you. I think it's it sounds like a it sounds like a good time. Um, and it's a good it's I I can imagine. I think it came out at a time when a bunch of other games came out, and it took a while before it get that adoption. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, Twain forty four has just put Bubsy three D. I don't. I, I I had to look this up and look at images of it. And it's the most jank yes. game I've ever seen in my life. I just I just supposed to reply back the hero we deserve. Did you ever play Bubsy three D? And if you did, what the hell is that game? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I know. Yeah, but it, looking but at I the images, you just go, "Wow!" I, the name sort of rings a bell, and it just put a smile on my face. Uh, oh my Jesus Christ! A lot of people have been posting up responses. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to go through all. That of them, hurts but... my eyes. <laughs> it's an offensive image, in the best possible way. Uh, let's go. Let's move on. Uh, Sin and Punishment Two. Never played it. I know we're a video games podcast. Doesn't mean we've played every video game, and definitely not played all the good ones. Uh, does that name ring a bell of anyone? No. <laughs> uh, some uh, Grey Hawk Two Four One put. Custom Robo, such an awesome game, especially in four-player brawls where everyone is using ridiculously overpowered builds. Ah, oh, GameCube, what a console. What a underrated console. I know we done a feature about it last year. I generally, Also, when I turn on a GameCube, you know, like the uh, complete sidebar, sorry, guys. You know when you turn on a console and they do their little thing to say, I'm your console and I'm going to tell you who I am every time you turn it on. Right, I don't really call it the intro to your your console. The GameCube's one was so charming because it would go. I think so like that, and it's just like the way the cubes flop around each other to make the logo. It was something so charming. What was your favourite console intro? We have to take Sega out of the equation. Damn it, that was it. That was it. Was because that's by default. It was by default. It's the best place in our hearts. The PlayStation Two has nothing happy about it, but it's just a little bit ominous. 
Oh my it's god, it's basically bit... a fucking Ridley Scott movie, isn't it? It's basically Blade yeah. Runner intro. Is that the one with the the boxes and the, and it's like black and it like zooms in on something? Yeah, that's. <laughs> I I like the PlayStation One intros. Like, like just when I when when I bought a PlayStation when I got a PlayStation kit, it just felt next gen. It felt like an adult console. I've gone from a Mega Drive to now an, a, a man. Remember console, the Xbox, you know what I mean? the original Xbox One, where it was basically like you had a bottle of Mountain Dew through in your face when you turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> PS One though, the noise when the logo, yeah, up, that just that iconic noise. It's probably because yeah. I've heard it like ten million times. Yeah, yeah. That was built for like surround sound speakers, wasn't it? That was basically to say, "Fuck you, we're getting our big." It's so many subtly saying, "Hey, we just don't just make consoles; we do TVs and sound systems." And listen to that Adobe, like, yeah, you know, in The Simpsons when they go to the <laughs> cinema and they do that Adobe thing, and everyone's teeth shatter. That was the equivalent of that in a console back then. Ah, uh, I'm sorry, I can't talk about Custom Robot. I never played it, but uh, the GameCube that was a, that was a classic classic console um a little bit more uh recent uh rumham 94 has put at the moment it's returnal uh not quite beat it yet but i'm absolutely obsessed i just can't stop thinking about it and i keep talking about it to my friends i've got returnal and i'm gonna be honest i i'm not jamming with it i can understand why a lot of people like it but i'm like mikey it is right up your alley you are a roguelike guy right you can you can you you enjoy the the chase of getting good and that punishing thing. You're there with the whip going, I'll be better next time. I'll be better next time. Do, I, do you know why I like roguelites? Because there's no fucking cussings. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just <me. laughs> like, it's just me playing the game. I've died. I'll now play again. Like, that's, yeah, that, that's, well, that's all I need, man. Um, yeah, dude, I think Returner would be right up my street. Because I also like bullet hell games. A 3D one. Yeah, like yeah, that's and, and it's it beautiful sounds right like, in terms of yeah. graphics and everything else. Chef's kiss, but it's just not clicking for me yet. And I wish I didn't spend the, the smackers on it. But anyway, good for you, Rum Hum. Um, very obscure from Gunslinger Schwen. Um, very obscure, but there's an indie game called Stick 'Em Up on the 360. It's the most fun I've ever had on a co-op game. There's something to be said about couch co-op games and and just getting them in. There is not enough good couch co-op games anymore. Like those days seem to have been a bygone era and i i know why because online and stuff but ah uh, saying that we, we actually had a game director on this show who made a couch co-op <laughs> an excellent one i might add um let's uh let's let's move it on so uh lumpy larpa 420 said staying away from the bigger ones uh, i'd have to say is cry uh, cruise and blast it's just a racing game but it's an old school arcade jumps and boosts and you can jump over an earthquake and it causes the ground to collapse around you it's just dumb fun and this is this is good like, I, like, I like hearing about this sort of stuff i like people talk to us about passionate be, being passionate about shit that like it, who cares if it's massive or not like just enjoy it um tesso it's buggy and laggy but i love it but other than the three percent of the sweaty elitists the community is overwhelmingly helpful that's nice games with good communities i can't I, like i destiny had a really good community i'm sure it still does but like i can't think and like apparently the final fantasy community is absolutely amazing as well oh we've got a guy here that's uh, off of jackson's own heart uh, warcraft 3 will always be my favorite game of all time even before the botched refuge uh the amount of replayability is crazy one-on-one game is exactly the same even though of custom games and everything else in between however i have to say this you activision for sweeping it under the rug i've got to be honest pal 
There's a couple of other things we can say f*** you to Activision for right now. But you know what? Fair play. Sweeping it under the rug, Warcraft 3 as well. Uh, and Mikey, you mentioned it earlier, Dragon's Dogma. That was another one that was listed on here. I, like, this Damn. list is absolutely huge. Thank you so much, everyone that's contributed. And oh, mate, look, we'll go through it. Dude, we'll, send me this. Yeah, I, was, I need, I need I'll this. Send this we'll this read thread. it and we'll go through it properly and talk about it another time as well. But just give a few honorable shout outs. Mikey, I know you're going to love this guy. He says Titanfall, completely underrated. It is now as good, if not better, than Halo. Mate, all I'll say about this is that I keep reading Titanfall 2 as the as the you know the most underrated game of all time. I've read that so often now that I kind of get into the point where I feel like people are rating it where it's due, quite frankly. <laughs> um it's it was I read IGN released their top 100 games of all time list, right? Did you guys read that? I did, but oh, if they updated it for this year. Yeah, it was the other day. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't read it's the same article. They just keep updating it. I think I read. I've read. Breath, I've read of, the, Breath of the Wild is number one. Right? Yeah, yeah. But Titanfall Two is in that. Oh, okay. So right? there is no way this game is underrated now. Okay, it's it is it is adequately rated. <laughs> it, everyone knows that it's everyone knows it's good. Okay, it was good. I enjoyed it greatly. When you have right? people like me saying it's underrated, it's not underrated anymore. <laughs> to be honest, like I'm that guy. Who goes guys, 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 guys. Have you checked out the Marvel Cinematic Universe? It is dope. <laughs> yeah, guys, have you heard Breaking Bad? Wow. Yeah, yeah, guys, 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 guys. The Shield. Just, just, just watch it. Like, oh, that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I mean, have you heard of Sopranos? <laughs> like, it's so good. It's so good. This is really old show called Friends as well. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna <laughs> do that. Hey, person, it's a decade from per- previous thing they want their reference back yeah i'm gonna do those shitty jokes back <laughs> anyway sorry man you're saying on the on the titanfall front or was, was that it like it's it's no it's it dude i like but i will stress it is great it is great whoever said that well played by them because it is it is a great game yeah absolutely well you know thank you so much to the people that posted on that we'll definitely do that again and keep posting everything else off of that um guys your what's the game that you would die on a hill for like almost like a cultist and be like you know what if i'm if i'm gonna shoot my if mikey you're gonna convince me and moles to play one game and one game only doesn't matter how everyone else feels about it what's the game you're gonna pick to tell us to, to go for well that's a jack and uh banjo because so that is the altar you worship at then you my friend go worship at it no i am um, i actually think um the game that i the game that i think the pair of you should play um it's two of them i is i've said both of them on the show disco elysium i think it is a masterpiece um and to be honest divinity original sin 2 because it is unbelievable both of you like rpgs it's got great writing it's got incredible creativity it's got it's perfect it's, it's, it's literally an incredible game an incredible incredible game so i would i would encourage the both of that um the only other thing i'd recommend to you especially flint um this is going to sound, you know, because you mentioned how much I hate all things JRPG earlier on today, and this is right up that street. Um, there's two <laughs> others. Well. Wet weekend too. <laughs> yeah. um, I, 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 I genuinely think you should play Dragon Quest Eleven. All right, all right. It's awesome. All right, I can't stress this enough. Right, it's genuinely really good. I think Moles, you would love it as well. Um, and then also. Um, I'd never played. Do you know the you know the Fire Emblem games? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I've got the, I I, Fire, I bought the one in a sale. You know the good one. Everyone keeps saying on Switch. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Houses. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Yes. Not played it <laughs> because Dude. it was on sale. I was like, oh, I think I'll wet my whistle. And uh, mate, I am. Um, 
don't 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 play that if um you only have 20 minutes ah because that that game deserves um that game deserves time and i i bought it uh about a couple of weeks after it came up because i saw uh, i yeah (laughs) (laughs) you've only got 20 minutes that's not long enough I know you think no, it is, not. but searching and browsing, you've got so many options now. <laughs> so it's like Netflix, you know, you're trying to find something. If you are, I want to watch something quickly and you get stuck on the you end, up, you, you, end up watch, you end up watching 10 seconds of everything. It's not saying, a game to just quickly knock out. Yeah, it's, <laughs> God, am I? Um, it's, it's, it's really, really good. Like genuinely, I would say it's one of its top five Switch games for me, comfortably. Nice. And um, I would, it deserves respect, basically, is what I'm saying. So if you are sitting there one day and you think, oh, my kids are asleep, my wife is out, I have four hours to myself, or what have you, I don't know. That's the one. Then start up and headphones on and engross yourself in it. Because I guarantee you, you will not, you will continue to play that very for a long time. It is really good. You, I, it's very, honestly, like, it is, it, I didn't realize it would be up my street. I didn't think it would be at all. I watched a whole, you know, you know when you watch a lot of gameplay videos and like, oh, is this going to be for me and stuff? I started playing it and I realized oh, I just really like this game. It, it, it's full of weird JRPG, janky weirdness, but it's genuinely really good. Um, there is like a different, you know, like you've played the Yakuza games before? Yes, Right, those games are really fun. If you can again sit through that fifteen hours of cutscenes, um, I like them. But that is very much a hill a lot of people die on those Yakuza games. Mm-hmm. And without sounding horrible, there tends to be a certain mold of person that dies on the hill for those games, and that puts me off wanting to play them. Even though, like you say, they are fantastic, they give them away all the time. Like I've got a bunch of them on PSN because they've just gone. Ah, oh, here's Yakuza Zero three seven nine whatever number they're up to there's, there's loads and they they you can, if you want to get hold of them they're really accessible because they'll either be on there's a bunch on games pass i'm sure there's a, a bunch on ps now and you can you get given them from time to time with various platforms that are giving my stuff for free um but i never really deep dived on them though i would recommend yakuza zero um like, like i said i it's, it's again the gameplay is fantastic the story is really fun some of like the biggest like side like there's side missions right where you basically run like a brothel and stuff like it's nuts and it's a full-on business management simulator mm. right which unlocks 20 hours into the game as like a random like side quest. Oh, i love that sort you know of I mean? stuff though it's, it's mental the, honestly the, these games are so much fun my only issue is, is that you do have to sit through a lot of cutscenes. The cutscenes <laughs> can be, the cutscenes can be quite entertaining, but there's a lot of them, and yeah. But I will say, it's 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 like the Cobra Kai of action games. Look at that. He's bringing it back in. You should be like, a writer, sir. Proper Love metal. It. Proper metal. I've, 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 before I bring in producer Moles, although I started the conversation with Control, there is one game that I religiously follow and i'm not going to use resident evil because that's very on brand for me but i'll part resident evil is a life not just a religion um but when it comes to like a game which i think doesn't get the love or recognition or i would die on the hill for Molesy, i think you might join me on this hill it's final fantasy 10 
Um, I there, I have a special place in my heart for that game because a it was the first time I played it on PS2, and I had this idea of what a next gen Final Fantasy game should be, and it fulfilled it and then some. It's got an amazing and again and this is a great conversation topic for for Reddit of what are the best side games in a game that could be a game within itself. So, like, for example, the card games in Final Fantasy. Or, in fact, they even done it with Activision. F*** you, Activision. In fact, that's our new thing now. If you talk about Activision, you have to follow it by F*** you, Activision afterwards. Uh, so when Activision, F*** you, Activision, done Crash Bandicoot Warped, there was a level where you had to drive a car around. They then went and actually made a series of Crash Team Racing games because of those kind of modes. That's a really cool topic. But Final Fantasy X... Mwah. and i got it on the switch uh, a couple of years ago i've sank something like 200 hours in that i still can't kill the dark aeons like i've tried i still can't but i i very much would like i would go door to door like a mormon going can i speak to you about the good word of final fantasy 10 and its belated sequel final fantasy 10 2 <laughs> mosey is there any particular games that you would die on the hill for a very particular version of Street Fighter, <laughs> of which course. was hey, that's Street, very on Brad. Yeah, Street Fighter Alpha Three. That's the one. Very particular. Um, just hours and hours and hours spent on that on the PS One. Um, but yeah, the Street Fighter games were basically the same. But that one was good. Um, games I would say people have to play would be Mass Effect games. One, two, three. You have to play all of them. Wait, 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 wait. Have you? Uh, you hadn't played them before. I played. Have you of, played them before? Yeah, I, played, I had them all on. The, um, Who hasn't it's, played it's, them? It's here? me, and it's one of those oh. things where, like, I said, I was going to do it over Christmas, and I'm going to hold up my hands and say I've not done that over Christmas. Oh, you've got no excuse because the legendary version is out. So I know, I know, it's on Switch as well, isn't it? So like, I've got like, wait, what? Yeah, I I think it's the cloud version is on Switch. When? Like when it came out. What? Don't Let me check the internet. <laughs> just, just shout internet. Is this true? <laughs> I don't think I am dying, dying to play Mass Effect Two again. Um, dying to play it again. It's PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Oh, it's not coming. Sorry, sorry. There, there, go, there, there go. Fact check. <laughs> fact check. Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Adam Flint. Uh, on our podcast recently, I made a claim that Mass Effect uh, was a cloud edition on the Switch. That was actually incorrect. I'm full of shit. Sorry, retracted. Um, there you go. Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> yeah. So this is the annoying shit. I really, really want to play a Mass Effect 2, right? However, it's coming out to Game Pass this week. Oh, you should get Game Pass then. No, I don't have Game Pass. <laughs> Saying that, like one of our one of our friends uh, who shall remain nameless has an Xbox, and I'm like, dude, get Game Pass. He goes, yeah, but I don't have Xbox Live. I'm like, just get f-ing Xbox Live, then you're gonna get so many. Like, if your barrier to Games Pass is, I don't want to spring for the internet connection. Come on, bruv. Like, you're getting so so much. That's like saying I'm fed of this fed up of this orgasm because I don't want to serenade my partner. Like, just do the fucking legwork. <laughs> anyway sorry mass effects uh that's a great shout though i know so many people that adore that game and like say i'm i'm currently looking on the psn store to see if it's on sale there you go you know what it bloody won't be because it it was it it was recently i think it was about 30 bones no well do it just do it 
And if anyone has never played one, just fucking do it. Yeah, brilliant games. Wait, I've just typed in Mass Effect, and all I'm getting is Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, the game that, that is not the I one think I'm people looking have made for. that like that. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's harsh. I'm sure some they they put a lot of work into it. Um, <laughs> anyway, on that note, let's let's wrap it up. I think we've taught that one to satisfaction. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you've liked what you've been listening to, and just maybe you want to listen to it again, then click on that like, follow, subscribe, whatever button it is that means that you get more content from Grey Fox Plays. I would like to thank my co-host, my wingman, my souls man, the man who I am calling Mr. Michael Carden Edwards because that's his name. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and the man in the chair or the chair in the man? John Moles. Thank you, brother. <laughs> thank you very much. And thank you to the people of Reddit, everyone that's posted on that. We really, really do appreciate it. Um, I will post a link back to say thank you and listen to it. But those goddamn moderators keep removing links to my podcast. Look, I'm not trying to spam people. I just saw your community. I saw a packed community and said, me too. <laughs> anyway uh, on that note uh, please if you haven't got a vaccine and you have the means to please go get vaccinated it is winter so look after each other just like you should do any other time take care till next time 